0: Hey guys, check this out. Baldwin Schools here in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada has teamed up with Hockey Helps Kids to raise money for a great charity. You Can Youth Services helps at-risk youths of school age to go back to school, or if they've reached the age of maturity, help them find full-time employment. How dope is that? allowing youths to become economically sustainable. So how can we help? Between January 16th and February 19th, 2020, go to hockeyhelpskids.com, scroll down, find Euler number 93, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and vote. Vote for the basic right of education, the hard work of full-time employment, and give a voice and opportunity for those in need. Again, January 16th through February 19th, 2020, go to HockeyHelpsKids.com, scroll down, find number 93, Euler, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and vote. Help Baldwin schools complete their goal and reach and achieve their dreams by helping UCan you Can Youth Services. Welcome to What's Your Hustle? We did it, the last episode of the year, and thank you to all of you for listening and being on this journey with me. My guest for this episode is a truly kind soul who believes in the happiness of others and is effortlessly a cheerleader to the people around them. During my sit-down, we talked about the struggles of feeling lost, having it all figured out, and finding little inspirations in life to add to our daily happiness. So let's get into it. Here's what's your hustle? Taking it day by day, with my guest Carol Bruno. It's,
1: this is actually the longest place that we've ever lived in, like consecutively. Yes. Since we've been married.
0: Yeah. So that's a big milestone for you. It is, for yeah, because sure.
1: we. In Toronto, we moved all the time. Yeah, and so this is like really strange for us. And does it
0: feel like home it's, for the fact that not moving as often? I guess.
1: Yeah, like definitely. It it, it definitely feels more like we've made a home. Like, yeah, like we've yeah. made a, a home here now. So yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, it's what's your hustle? It's Mark Hussein, yeah. and I'm here with Carol Bruno. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Carol and I met feels like hundreds of years ago at this point, Uh, we had worked in a previous position together and we've just kept contact ever since. And it's been great. Yes. I enjoy our little emails back and forth. (laughs) So do I. Because when you leave a place, I just find that, you know, you start missing things about it. And for me, it was mostly the people that I missed. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, You moved from Ontario to Edmonton. Now, five years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What has the transition been like for you? Um, so the transition at first, like when we first
1: found out that we were moving, it was really exciting. Like we were, wow, this is so exciting. Like we, you know, then as more time went on, the reality kind of set in that, oh my God, we live so far away from home. We don't know anybody here. Um... And so it, it went from, like, really good to, like, really scary. And the last, I would say, four years are, like, peaks and valleys. Like, there are times where we're, you know, really happy. And it's, you know, we've made a nice house here and we're happy. And then there's other times where I just really miss my family and my friends and Toronto. and But so, yeah, it's definitely up and down. Yeah. Definitely up and down.
0: The nice thing is I know you get so excited when you get to... Leave Edmonton. I think we all do. I'm born, raised here, and I get excited when I leave Edmonton. But because you have your best friends back yeah. in Toronto,
1: yeah, yeah, and you know, like my brother has two young kids, and he had them both after I moved. Mm-hmm. So I kind of missed them growing, like growing up, mm-hmm. and so every time I see them, they're like new little people. Yeah. So it's so it's so different, but. Um, I, I do get very excited when I get to go to Toronto, um, and uh, but you know there there are definitely good parts about living here. Like the being independent it has been really nice. So definitely like I'll just like say it again, like for sure, like peaks and valleys are how are the only way that I can describe how it's been here.
0: Uh, Callum and I have decided to have this episode because it's the end of the year, and I wanted this whole big podcast was about being inspired and what our passions were and and basically I wanted to end the year on ways to stay inspired because we struggle with that Mm -hmm. all the time I think and especially with you I mean moving from province to province what would you say has been your favorite thing about moving province to province and what would be your least favorite thing so
1: Definitely, um, having more independence of just Matt and I has been really nice. We realized we were pretty dependent on our families, but maybe not like in the best way. Mm. And just moving here, like we discovered that we just we just do really well when it's just the two of us, and we don't have a lot of pressure from family and we can just kind of do our own thing that's been really nice also um the mountains has has been amazing like four hours coming from yeah you know it's not very far and coming from Ontario like Ontario is beautiful it's amazing but I had never seen mountains before so that was really exciting to kind of and every time I go it never gets old like it it's so amazing. The hardest thing I would say has been to like find my place here. Mm. Um, you know, we moved here for Matt's job. Um, and that's been great. But being, you know, I'm in my late 30s. <laughs> um, you know, starting over as a pretty shy, introverted person in a new city. Um, I'm not that great at you know, meeting new people. So that's been really hard. Just kind of, he jumped right into his job and he kind of already had a whole bunch of friendships and people and, uh, a a support group where I was just kind of like, oh, here I am. Like I'm, yeah, like I'm in this new city and I had to find a job and find friends and, so, you know, after five years, I, I have to say, like, I've met some really lovely people like you that just have, you know, really helped the transition along, like, really nicely.
0: Yeah, that's what I would say. I think thing. and I'm taking it day
1: by day. Absolutely. I, I do consider myself pretty shy, pretty, pretty introverted, um, but I do force myself to, you know, like, get out and even if it's just to go for coffee or do something, it is, like, trying to make home, like, wherever you are, Mm -hmm. like, that's, that's kind of been another, like, like, lesson for us too. Right,
0: that leads into the next thing. Throughout your transition and your different positions in different places, what is one constant piece of advice you would give to anybody?
1: Um, I would say be okay with your feelings. Um, I, I've struggled a lot with kind of feeling a little bit lost and, you know, I think, just being okay with what what's kind of going on. But I think at the same time, I try to be grateful every day for, like, there's so many things every day to be grateful for. Um, and even though being in a new city and a new province has been difficult, there's still amazing things to be grateful for every single day. Right. And I think that, that that really helps to just, like, you know, every day I try to write down, like, Five, ten things, and I try to be creative and like what I'm like, not just like I'm grateful for my friends or I'm grateful for my husband. Like I really try to think about like little specific things, and that really helps to just kind of be like, yeah, you know what, things are good. Like it's you know what, like things are are different, but things are good. So definitely, I think that's something that
0: I struggle with this a lot. I'm at the point in my life where I struggle with staying inspired to achieve my goals I set for myself. With the things I'm working on and the things I'm passionate about, what are some ways um, you find your inspiration to stay true to what you're passionate about in life? And what are some of those passions?
1: Um. So when you sent me this question, I really struggled with finding an an answer for it Mm -hmm. Um, because there are. It's almost like you go through seasons of like feelings, kind of. Um, I feel like coming into the winter time, it's always like it's really
0: dark. <laughs> and it's... We live we're, we live in Alberta. It's dark. It's, it's dark cold. All the
1: time. <laughs> it's north. <laughs> it's... <laughs> um, so this time of year, I always kind of I don't want to say I get not depressed, but a little bit like just a bit lower. Um, and I definitely struggle more at this time of year. Um, so. When kind of thinking about this, like, I, I, for, for me, I think the thing has been to kind of simplify things a little bit. Okay. Um, sometimes, you know, you, you have all these plans and all these things and you want to do so many things and then it's hard to do Mm -hmm. all of these things. You have a full-time job, you have a house to take care of, you know, like I have two dogs, like I, if I set myself up to almost like fail, it's, it's really hard to stay inspired. Right. So I try to just like simplify things. Like, you know, so I've been crocheting. I do yoga. Um, and for right now, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with this. Like for right now, I'm, I'm still kind of finding my place here. I'm still like, you know, I've switched jobs a couple of times. I'm just trying to find my place like at, at work and in life. Um and just the things that I don't know, I do to inspire me are just things that make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I do yoga, I feel really happy, and when I crochet things, I feel really happy. Yeah. So
0: I think I don't know if that's the right answer, but that's kind of what I came up with. Finding so, the little things until you kind of find the main purpose. Or passion yeah. Of what you want to do.
1: Yeah, because it's I don't know. Like sometimes, like I feel. Like I said, I'm in my late thirties and sometimes I, I don't know yet. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't really know yet what I, what I want to do. Like there's always ideas like in your back pocket, like, you know, like those like big things, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like there are things that I'm not ready to kind of say because I don't, I don't know if and when they'll ever happen or so, so for right, for right now, I think it's just keep it simple. Um, just... I don't know, like go with the flow. I, yeah, I know I, that sounds really cheesy. But, um, sometimes I find that I just, if I, if I try to do too much, I get really overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and then everything kind of just falls apart, and then I just feel like I failed, mm. which is hard. Yeah. So I don't know if that's a good answer, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is. I think for me, it just because as you're speaking, I'm thinking in my brain that I think we get this to this a little later, but just in case if we don't the idea that we have to be at a certain point in life to figure out what we're doing for the rest of our life. Right. And I love the fact that, you know, you stated that you are in your late 30s, but that you don't know what you want to do. Yeah. And a lot of people don't. <laughs> I, don't like, I don't know what I want to and do. And a lot of people don't, because I think we were raised in a, we were raised from a generation that was, you go to work, you take care of a family, exactly. right? Yes. And that's, that's your purpose. Whereas I think, so I heard this on another podcast and it kind of rang true. And I thought, huh, the reason that boomers give millennials a hard time mm. is because we are doing things exceeding our own expectations. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing. We're we're taking more chances. Let's say
1: absolutely. Yeah, right. For sure, we're
0: taking, and that's why I think a lot of the older generation don't understand this generation we're in. Because while well, I want to open a crafty store, yeah, with a bunch of knickknacks, yeah. well, I'm going to do that.
1: Like, because why not? Why yeah. not? Exactly.
0: And I think that the misconception of we have to have it figured out. Is a big reason lots of people start their thirties into their forties with like a midlife crisis almost because Uh, oh for sure they're figuring it out yeah because here I was for fifteen years I worked in a company I had a pension I took care of a family and now I'm. 45 and I do I want to do this to yeah. like I've done it for 15 years do I want to continue doing this
1: you know that's so true when you say that because so both my brother and I are I don't want to say we're like super artsy but we both like we both like the arts in different kind of ways. my brother plays music I always liked photography and our parents never really understood that mm-hmm. and growing up I wanted to go to art school, but my parents were like, "Carol, like, that's not a job. Like, well, what are you going to get? Yeah, like, that? what are you going to get from from, yeah. from that? And so, not that I'm blaming my parents, because oh, like, I always have my own, you know, like, you always have your own voice, too, but they're... They just some, don't understand. They, they didn't get it. And so, you yeah, so, like, you know, you kind of do your thing for, like, your 20s, and then... But then you get in your 30s and then you're at that point where it's like, yeah, like, oh, well, I've been working, but now I don't know if like this, this is what I want. this is this I don't know if I want to do this. Yeah. And then you you almost feel like a little bit where I think this is where I'm at now, a little bit almost lost. Mm-hmm. Because you have these like fires in you from when you were like younger, mm-hmm. but again, our parents didn't really understand that. And so it was kind of pushed under the the rug and now well now it's like you're older and to start something it's scary.
0: It's terrifying. So
1: I mean I see you just doing this podcast. I mean this is amazing. Like by by the by the by the way oh, it's amazing. Yeah like honestly it's it's amazing. But it is it's like it's really scary to try something. To try something and I know people are always like you can do any like anything. It doesn't matter how old you are but the thing is, you know, when you get older, you have different responsibilities, yeah. and it's it's hard to just, like, quit your job and, I don't know, like, go into the end, un- like, in the unknown, but, so, yeah, it's, I, I think, um, I don't know, I, I think, I think that makes a lot of sense for people of our age. I think, yeah, you know, our parents just didn't quite understand right. certain things, and I mean, it's not, it's not their fault.
0: It's not, it's absolutely, it's just they had different priorities. Exactly. And yeah. there are, there are, individuals our age that have the same priorities as our parents do and that is perfect oh it is without those sometimes I even envy those people I know without those priorities (laughs) without those priorities that they have I wouldn't have a beautiful niece exactly right same like I'm
1: like oh man like I I wish I was that person who just like wanted kids and like was okay with just like you know but it's just that's just never been me and that
0: and it just shows like everyone's life is so different. You started crocheting uh when did you start that? I started
1: about a year ago. So a, a really good friend of mine has also started. Um and I was like, yeah, the, I I thought so my my mom um was always very crafty. She basically had made a living when she was younger by doing crafts. Amazing. So I was kind of raised with like crafting, like my aunts were all crafty, my mom was, and Um, unfortunately my mom passed away before she could teach me how to do any of that stuff but it's always kind of been something that I was like I'd like to try that so a good friend of mine started to crochet um, and I was like that that looks like fun so I you know I picked up a a crochet hook and some yarn and um, went on YouTube and started to learn how to do it and um, I mean I'm not great Um, (laughs) I... <laughs> Maybe a neck warmer. I think that's pretty great. Um, the thing is, so again, like it's this, it's this thing where like you, you feel like you have to be at a certain level. So it's been about a year, um, and I was doing it. I was the first thing I learned how to make was a hat, which is pretty good because that's it's a harder thing to make. But for some reason, it was the first thing that I learned how to make, and then I kind of started to try really difficult projects and they weren't working out and I got really frustrated and really annoyed and then I put all my crochet stuff away and I'm like I'm not gonna do this any anymore and then my husband Matt was he was like you know he's like Carol like don't make it into this big thing like just like when you were crocheting simple things you were happy it was just something to do you know you're still making something pretty um so now I've kind of just gone back to being okay with making basic things yeah because it's still it's still nice and it's a nice hobby um, so so yeah it's it's been <laughs> but it's been about a year now, yeah so yeah
0: I wasn't enjoyed just creating something that has texture and color brings a thoughtful happiness to someone bringing you
1: um so this is really funny so um my friend who crochets too we we often talk about how shopping for yarn is like half the fun because <laughs> you go to these like stores and they have like shelves and shelves of like colors and different yarns and um and you just like kind of fill your basket up with all this stuff and then like I have a closet full of like yarn and it's um it's it is, like it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of fun, like you kind of go in your stash and you kind of pick something and sometimes I have an idea of what I'm going to make, sometimes I don't and a lot of the times things don't work out, but I try not to be too difficult with myself mm-hmm. now, I'm like you know what, like I'm just, I'm having fun, it's something to do, mm-hmm. um, it's a pretty cheap hobby like it's not, it's, you know, and it's pretty portable, like you can take it wherever you want to go. But definitely I know I
0: we had breakfast and that same friend was in the cafe and she was knitting. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. Oh she so she's taken it like to another level. Like, <laughs> she is exceptionally
0: talented. <laughs> yeah. Um
1: but yeah, and, and that's something too. Like, you know, I at first I was comparing myself. I was like, Oh well how come I'm not at that at that level? And it's just, you know, sometimes some people pick things up quicker right. and I'm just not quite there yet. And that's okay. Um, you know, um, but, uh, yeah, so it's just, we have like her and I have gone like yarn shopping a a couple of times and we have met up over like lunch breaks and just kind of like two little old ladies (laughs) just sitting there crocheting things and like whatever. so. (laughs) So definitely it's, it's, it's brought a lot of joy and definitely like kind of thinking back to my mom, like, um, I think that she would be kind of happy that I'm, like, doing crafting stuff. Mm-hmm. Just, like, that just always brought her so much joy.
0: And it sets an inspiration for you in a way that you are closer to your mom. Absolutely. You have this yeah. of her, and that inspires you. To keep going. For sure. No matter how small the project is, girl, you're better than me. I mean, I, can, I can't even. I, we I all know have what our things. things I we know what they look things. like. I just can't. Ne- I would never be able to crochet. <laughs> you absolutely could. <laughs> but know. we all have our
1: things, and like, I wouldn't be able to do this. Like, all I this think... and, booties <laughs> and booties and
0: things. <laughs> it is not emailing each other every day just to catch up because we need to be quiet and in our feelings and our own thoughts what are some things that assist you in overcoming and healing from those days
1: um so i think um having someone or having friends that understand when you need that time i think for a long time actually most of my life um i i didn't i didn't really know what mental health was like that's not something that we ever really taught like talked about as a family or whatever and I always just knew that I was I don't know really shy really quiet and I always kind of needed that time but I never really knew why I thought maybe there's something wrong with me or I was I don't know different or weird but kind of through the years you meet friends that are I don't know it's just it's so like like you and I have a lot of other friends too that are just so understanding in those moments where um yeah like you know, and it's, and it's, it's okay not to talk every single day. Um, and there are just days where, I don't know, there are just days where it's, it's just difficult and, you know, and I think just being okay with that, um, it's not easy. I mean, it took, it took a long time and I still even feel weird about it some, some days and it's, I'm, I'm happy, you know, that mental health has, kind of ex- expanded I don't even know what the right, what the right, right word is but just it's kind of it's
0: being more open to it and yes. having open discussions about it
1: yeah because I think for the longest time I think people didn't want to talk about it yeah. and I'm so like grateful that and you know like there there's a lot of bad stuff on the internet but the one good thing I like about it is that it's like this I don't know it's this it's this really nice kind of support group like you know there are Mm -hmm. just times where there's just I don't know like you just kind of stumble across some like something that somebody's posted and it's about mental health and just kind of being okay with your feelings and it's it's nice to know that you're not the only that you're not the only one um and so I think definitely like we've talked about this earlier but just having those being okay with your feelings and I definitely need to have um like quiet time Mm -hmm. like if I've booked myself like if I've had a really busy week and I have a really busy weekend I know that come Monday like I'm not going to be in the best place because I I didn't have
0: you time yeah 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 and a lot of people think I think this has to do with media maybe and social media and just uh the misconception that you time means going to spas or oh, yeah, or yeah,
1: oh, totally. whatever
0: it is, yeah. like, people, people think, like, me time is spending money. Money and going and to these,
1: like, lavish you, things, and it's like, no.
0: No, me time is actually, and I think it's a, like, the stigma that me time is being selfish. Yes. Right? Where, and I think that a lot of times when, like, I, I'm like you, where we struggle with you just need the time to shut off your brain. That's it. Like really, that's that's what it is. Yeah, and you think <laughs> you're being selfish because yeah. I owe I I need to be the best me for the people around yeah. me, but I can't do that unless I can turn off.
1: Yeah. Cuz the thing is if if you're so worn out and so like just drained, you're not serving anybody. Like, you know, and definitely like, and yeah, kind of going back that like whole self, self care, that whole word now, I feel just has a whole different meaning now. And, you know, it is like for a lot of people, like you see on like the internet, they're all like self care and it's like these fancy things, but self care at the root is like, it's really just, it's self care, like taking care of you. (laughs) That's what it is. And that looks different for everybody. And if, if some people that's going to a spa good on like good on them you know for i think like for for us i mean I, i'm not going to speak for you but for me it's just kind of you know being at home hanging out with my dogs watching gilmore <laughs> girls like having a bath like you know just kind of like like you said turning your brain off just putting the phone away i don't know like i i just it's it's really just having that quiet time because
0: absolutely yeah. <laughs> yeah what are some daily things that inspire you?
1: I'm really lucky to have a really wonderful group of people in my in my life. You're one of those people. I really love seeing my friends doing things that make them happy um, like you doing this and other friends like whether it be like whatever that just i I really it makes me so happy when I don't know like my friends or or Matt or, or, whoever are just doing things that make them feel good. And that, that just really makes me, I don't know, like makes my heart all like warm. And then I'm just like, I don't know. It's, it's that. Do
0: you feed off of that energy? I absolutely
1: do. Yeah. yeah. It just, there, there's something about seeing your friends or people that you care about, family, whoever. I don't know, just like doing really amazing things and I think for a long time because you know there's, there's always like you know there's always those pressures of you know you're supposed to by this age you're supposed to have done this and you're supposed to be that and um you know I'm I'm um I am who I am you know I'm a I'm a receptionist and I you know I'm 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 not a huge success story but I'm happy with where my life is at
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, I think just doing little things every day. Surg-
0: yes, you said your best friend,
1: he's doing what he did
0: and it inspires you. Yes, it did. is.
1: I, I really, like, I, you know, sometimes like you, I like, not that I'm putting myself down, but you know, I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at in mm. my life. Yeah. Um, but seeing other people Sick, like successful and succeed in whatever they're doing, whether it be hobbies or their jobs. Um, I just that makes me really happy. and it's I just, a great I,
0: message of be happy for those around you yeah because it's so easy to be happy for those around it you. it is it's, it's it's but it's easier to be happy than to be anything else exactly and you, it's so much because how many times do you see people and it's so much energy that they're taking to be spiteful, to be jealous, to want everything else that they don't have, when you can just be content and happy with what you have. And I love, that's why I wanted to do this end of year episode with you. It's because to me, one of these people that you're just, you're happy for other people. And I think that is the biggest inspiration that you can have for (laughs) anyone if people are struggling to find ways of being inspired because of you you don't think you are where you should be, just take it day by day and, yeah. you know, find the little find, things. Find the little things. You know, it's so easy now
1: with everything that we're bombarded with, like with media and everything, to compare yourself to others. And I, I struggled with that for a really long time, um, to, to being like, oh, you know, like I should be... I should be something better. I should be a, I, I should have a better title or I should be, you know, doing more, but you know what? I am where I like where I am. My journey has brought me here and I'm happy. And when I see other people doing awesome things, that's amazing. That's awesome. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like I, I was saying like off, off, um, microphone. <laughs> um you doing this, like you had talked about this for a long time and, and I'm just I'm just so proud that you have this podcast.
0: Thank it's like amazing. amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. I um, to the listeners out there, my probably ten listeners. Thank you for listening.
1: <laughs> there are more than ten. There are more than ten. Thank you so. all.
0: So much. Uh, we're gonna end off this end of year podcast with of course your top five songs, but you also have a bonus song. I do. What are your songs, Carol?
1: <laughs> so this was really hard. Um because so as we were also saying, I feel like music for for me, so I grew up so I grew up with a very country music loving family. Um and I was always really embarrassed about that because I love it. First song is Code of Many Colors by Dolly Parton. I also love Dolly Parton in general. <laughs> like she's just such a positive, I don't know. She's just like this, <laughs> like full of sparkles and glitter. And like, she's just, she's just awesome. I love her so much. Um, so my other song, my, one of my other favorite songs is called Try by Blue Rodeo. And that's been my favorite song since I was like about four years old. Um, it's, they're a Canadian band. Um, I love I love Canadian music too. It's like this dorky thing that I have, but I love it so much. Um, and Try has been one of my favorite songs like forever. Um, then I went with, um, Blind Melon. Um, the song is called Change. It's, um, if you listen to it, even just read the, the, the words, it's a very inspiring song. It's amazing. Um, a recently, fa- a new favorite, because I've been, I downloaded Spotify, and we have an, ac- a, um, an account now. They have different lists, and I, I found this new band called Mandolin Orange, and um, one of my favorite songs from them is called Wildfire. Um, and then I met with Tragically Hip, because again, I love Canadian music, um, and I met with uh, Wee Kings. And then I couldn't, I couldn't not put this, this one. It was so hard to pick. Even, even cutting it down to six was hard. Um, but Pearl Jam, that's my like '90s teenager coming out of me. Just <laughs> and um, I went with the song "Black." Um, th- There's so many, but that was just like the like the one that I think is like my ultimate favorite. Um, I yeah, I mean, growing up, being a teenager of the '90s. I could not put a Pearl Jam song there.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) You can find Carol's top six songs on Spotify. Carol, I want to thank you so much for sitting down with me today to talk about what staying inspired, being okay with if you need just to be by yourself, being okay with where you are right now in life is where you're supposed to be. And you're going to find your way and your journey yeah. and it's out there for you. Yeah. So
1: I want to thank you very much. Thank, thank you for thinking of me and just being
0: so lovely. always. I I, I really appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to what's your hustle podcast created, produced and hosted by yours truly Halima Hussein. I want to thank all of my listeners for listening for the past couple of months. It has meant everything to me. I want to wish all of you a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and a Happy New Year. Stay warm, spend it with friends and family, eat, drink, and have an amazing time. We'll be back on January 20th with brand new episodes. And until then, follow us on Instagram at What's Your Hustle Podcast. Listen, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, as well as anywhere else you stream podcasts. And until next time, whatever your hustle is, you got this.